Welcome to the Live Full Podcast, a weekly conversation to help you pursue word and spirit for everyday life. It's easy to go through the motions of Christianity and keep Christ at a distance. In this episode, you'll learn how to make God your best friend again and go to Him with everything. What are your go-to substitutes? The things you go to when you're happy and sad instead of Jesus. If you want to move with the Spirit through every moment of the day, it starts with the rhythm of going to God bringing your pains and praises straight to Him. If God is moving in your life through Live Full, we'd love to praise God with you. Send us your testimony at livefull.org story. Joey, who would you go to first if you're on the highway, you're driving, your tire blows, now you're stranded, you have nothing to change your tire with, who would you go to to help you? Okay. <laughs> I love the beginning of these episodes and how we like, typically we know where we're going, but you don't tell me these questions ahead of time. So I have this like nervous excitement of what is Cassie going to ask me? Okay. I think I've been in this scenario. I think this is a real life <laughs> scenario because I do. Okay. I'm not handy, but I do know how to change a tire. So I'm, I think I'm pretty proud of myself for that. Cause I don't, I'm not handy. I don't know how to do too much, but I can change a tire, but I have been in the situation where I don't, I mean, triple A would be a great option if you are able to call them, but I don't think that's what you're asking. You're asking like, who would I call? I mean, I, I call my dad. My dad, my dad is, he is handy, but yeah, that's, that's my go-to. Like I don't have, and also he's local enough where it's not like that wouldn't be a huge drive for him, but yeah, he's the backup. I go, some people are like DIY YouTubers. Even that I'm like, I get on. And I'm like, please teach me very simply how to change a tire. And I get on the DIY YouTube and they're like, yeah, just take the, the wrench complex, go and twist it around the, the five level screw. And like within five seconds, I'm totally lost. So I don't do DIY. I'm, I'm, I'm actually so not handy that like DIY YouTube goes over my head. So I go to my dad. Yeah, he's he'd be the one to show up. I love the the dad just going to your dad because it's just it just seems right. I it feels like this is going to transition well to. to <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely would call my dad as well. Yeah. <laughs> any car, any car thing. I always drove cars growing up. Just that had two thousand two hundred thousand miles on them. They were on the mm -hmm. edge of just full breakdown. And my dad just always knew what to do and how to change a tire. And he taught me, but it, it didn't really stick. I, I it just struck me that I'm going to be that dad, right? Like if Whitson or Ruth, if they want to fix their sink, don't call me because I won't know at all what to do. But if they do want to change their tire, I've got that. <laughs> I've already got that. That's I love awesome. it. Yeah. Well, that brings us into this episode because we're talking about going to God first. Last episode, to recap, we took you through an overview of seven rhythms that would teach you how to move with the spirit gripped. And on this episode, we want to start with the first rhythm, which is go to God. Moving with the spirit in all the moments of the day is, is what spiritual choreography is. And we can practice that by going to God first for everything. Um, going to God first thing and for everything. And we want to dive deep into what does that mean? How do we actually practice this? And why is going to God first? What does it bring about in, in our life? And we've been in Galatians 6 talking about, so if you live by the Spirit, walk by the Spirit, and going to God first is a way that we walk by the Spirit. That is sowing to the Spirit. 
And in in Galatians 5, uh, we see that this verse goes on to say that uh, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Yeah, You're free when you're led by the spirit. And so we even see the distinction scripture makes of we will move towards something. Will it be our, will it be the spirit or will it be our flesh and in going to God first, we will go to something. Will it be him or will we go to something else? Yeah. We talked about last episode. You can't be like one of the people at a wedding where you're just not going to be on the dance floor sitting on the side. You're going to like imagine uh, that moment where you kind of get up off your seat. You're like in the middle, like kind of walking into the dance and you're kind of choosing like, where am I going to dance? And if you're in middle school or high, like, who am I going to dance with and all that? Like we kind of have that moment every single day where you're going to move somewhere. You're going to move with the flesh or with the spirit. And the question is, who are you going to move with? Mm -hmm. So seeing go to God, seeing go to God as that decision to walk up to the spirit as he's inviting you and saying, move with me through every moment of the day, because we tend a lot of times to start, we, we talked about this last episode, to start with disciplines and through disciplines to get to God. Mm-hmm. Through my disciplines, I'm going to get to God mm-hmm. today. The beauty of what, well, one of the beautiful things about what Jesus has done, I would say probably the most beautiful thing about what Jesus has done is through his death, through his resurrection, he gives us direct access mm-hmm. to approach the throne of grace where we don't have to like light a candle. We don't have to burn incense. We don't have to give an offering. We don't have to say, uh, say a certain prayer. Mm-hmm. We can go straight to God. Mm-hmm. And that's the opportunity in the morning is to go right to mm-hmm. him. So that's probably the first shift that we're talking about when we say go mm-hmm. to God is often we wake up. And if you're, you're thinking through your quiet time, like, okay, I'm going to wake up and start reading my Bible. What if the first thing you do, yes, go to the word, like that should be a part of your morning time with the Lord. But what if even before you go there, you actually go directly to God with just a short prayer of saying, okay, I'm going to you. I'm remembering that you are here, Mm -hmm. not because you're not on the end of my Bible reading as if I've got to read through my chapters before I have you Mm -hmm. No, you're here. You're waiting for me. You've actually been watching over me and with me through Mm -hmm. the whole night. And now I just get to go straight to you. It's giving God our first thought. Mm -hmm. And in giving God our our first thought or our first thought of the day, like our heart follows what, what we choose first often of, Mm -hmm. um, and I think even seeing the, the spirit's desires are opposed to the flesh that we can wake up even with just this war already God in our soul of what are we going to choose first and giving God that first fruit of of our morning leads into this this fruitful no I want to give him continually this first fruit in every moment not just okay I've checked the box I went to him first in the morning now I can go on about my day no it's about staying staying with him and I think it's helpful even for those of you listening to see this picture painted of the spirit versus the flesh in, okay, if we're not going to God, 
then what are we going to? What are go-to substitutes? Yeah. Substitutes of this isn't me going to God. This is me going to something else that really behind that, my, my flesh is, is craving something and, um, choosing, choosing the flesh that the desires are opposed to one another. So what is, Mm. what are go-to substitutes? Yeah. Everyone has them because every single moment of the day is going to be a cue to go to something. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a cue to go to something. And, part the beginning of walking because this is the first letter in this acronym gripped of seven rhythms that teach you how to move with the spirit it really it not these <clears throat> rhythms don't necessarily need to be practiced in order in fact they shouldn't be mm-hmm. it's kind of like imagine them as rhythms that are woven throughout your day um in in different moments and different times as you're following the holy spirit but i think it's nice that it's the first one because it's really establishing no i'm gonna i'm gonna use these cues throughout the moments of the day to go to God. So as an example, here's here's an example of how the this shift in thinking through discipline only or meeting with God only, shifting it to, no, I'm going to meet with God so that I can move with him. I have in the past uh, in, in college, especially when I was like early on walking with Jesus in college ministry, I wanted to become a better like intercessor. So praying for people. I just found that when I got to prayer time, I would most often pray for my own needs, like what I wanted, what was going on through that own through that day. And I wanted to uh, become just someone who was praying for people mm-hmm. and my friends who needed stuff more than I was. My first approach at that time was to uh, was to use like a discipline or ritual framework for making that happen. Okay, so I'm going to write out on a list everyone who needs prayer. I'm going to at 6.30 in the morning, I'm going to set my alarm and go through it. Again, what we've been talking about, like it's not ritual or rhythm. It's ritual that leads into rhythm. So we're not anti-ritual. But what something that the Spirit's been teaching me over the last few years is, okay, Instead of trying to become an intercessor by blocking out that time, what if instead the Holy Spirit wanted to teach me to become an intercessor by using the cues of just thinking Mm -hmm. about people to begin praying for them? Mm -hmm. What if every time I thought of someone, I just started, I saw that as a cue to move with the Mm -hmm. Spirit to start praying for them? Imagine if you did that Mm -hmm. in your life, you would become very quickly, a very faithful Mm -hmm. intercessor. And that goes to, okay, you have a thought about something and you're like, oh, I'm mad at them or they're in a bad place or man, they really need help. Okay. What if instead you see, this is a moment that's a choreographic moment where you can go to bitterness, Mm -hmm. contempt, judgment. You can move with the flesh or what if the Holy Spirit is allowing you to have that thought so that you can move that into intercession? Mm-hmm. Same thing in terms of thinking about someone's good qualities, right? Oh, she's a really great mom. Oh, she, he's a really great Bible study or a Bible student. Um, uh, I don't know another example, but in those moments, okay, you have that. It's it's a, a moment of choreography. You can move with the flesh and keep meditating on it. Keep mm-hmm. scrolling through that feed until it feeds your envy. Mm-hmm. Or you can use that moment to say, thank you, Jesus, that you've provided that quality, that fruit in their life. God, would you not, I don't want to imitate them. I want to imitate you. Would you help me to mm-hmm. actually grow more into that quality, just like you've empowered them to grow mm-hmm. into it? So these go-to substitutes we're talking about is, they're these moment, there's these, um, these, they're the things that we go to where the spirit is putting a cue on our heart. And, and those cues, they're invitations where he's saying, come to me 
and I'll give you rest. Mm -hmm. Come to me and I'll give you the easy mm -hmm. yoke. Come to me and I'll give you peace. And we send a decline to his invitation. Mm -hmm. And instead we say, no, 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 I'm going to go to ESPN. Mm -hmm. No, 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 I'm going to go to, uh, it, it can be like little, it doesn't have to be something mm -hmm. sinful. It just has to be something that's not God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's all about too, it's not like a bad thing to go, like we all as humans have to move somewhere and go do things, but it's about our soul. Yeah, Is your soul going to God through the moments of the day and using the cues, both pains and also things that you want to praise him for to go straight mm -hmm. back to him. It's time for this week's Word and Spirit Testimony, a story of how God is moving through Word and Spirit in your everyday life. Hey everyone, my name is Ross Bradley, and this is my Word and Spirit Testimony. Several years ago, I was coming back after serving God overseas in Malawi, Africa, and I was adjusting to life in the U.S., but was really praying, seeking God's will for my life. I was praying the verse James 1 specifically, where God says He gives wisdom to all who ask without reproach. And I, I was saying, God, please give me that wisdom about your future plans for my life. I ended up going to a worship night where there was a teaching about prophecy. And at first I was a little skeptical, if I'm honest, but they walked through it in the word of prophecy in 1 Corinthians 14 we see is something that's meant to express love. It's meant to build up, encourage, console, exhort the saints, and something that we're all meant to desire that God would speak through us. Well, then after this teaching, a girl comes up to me and so clearly confirms everything I had sensed God saying to me. It was the most supernatural moment of my life. She came up and said, hey, do you have a heart for business and a heart for the nations? And I said, yeah. And she said, I really see God combining these two passions you have to see the unreached reached with the gospel and to see um, the gospel go to the ends of the earth through these job opportunities he's preparing for you in business, but also uh, using your missional heart for advancing the kingdom. It was so peace-giving. I can't tell you the joy and comfort I felt knowing that God heard my prayers and that He knows me so intimately. So bless you all on your journey of being scripture-fed and spirit-led, and I pray that you're blessed by this testimony. God wants to speak to you and through you. Bless you all. Do you have a Word in Spirit testimony? Whether it's an encouragement from the Word, a story of the Spirit's power, or a way that God has used a liveful resource in your life, we'd love to hear from you. Share your story with us by visiting livefull.org slash story. Now, back to the episode. What is under behind the go-to substitute? Yeah, yeah. What am I actually looking for uh, when I'm going on Instagram or using social media in this way of like, even in my own life, when I was on social media, like was on it to, I was looking for refuge, like looking for escape and wanted to escape like hard, hard circumstances in my life I was like, oh, if I just go into this, like I can get my mind, get my mind off these hard things. Don't want to feel pain. Let me just do this mm -hmm. instead. And then started to, I feel like the Lord was showing me like, okay, no, this is, you're finding refuge in this. But instead of replacing this go-to substitute with God, I started getting on Zillow. Like, and that was more when I realized, okay, no, I'm, my soul is craving something deeper. Why am I going on Z Zillow right now? This isn't necessarily something that I say. Like I'm not very interested in, or I'm not like a construction, you know, I'm like, why, why am I going on Zillow? But 
it, behind that was, okay, my soul is seeking refuge. And the Lord kindly brought me back by his grace of, no, you can come to me. I'm your rock and refuge. You can find rest and refuge in me. And the best way to kill your go-to substitute is by going to God yeah. um, in the flesh, sowing to the flesh we will reap corruption. And I felt that in my soul of no one said sowing to the spirit is where I experience life and peace and turning away from these go-to substitutes, turning to God. And he really does satisfy. He really does fulfill. And so mm, this is just an encouragement of asking the spirit to search you of what is underneath this substitute that I'm going to, because whatever it is, whatever your soul is longing for, you can find that in Jesus. That's so good. You share the Zillow example. And for you, that might be like, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's just like weird, if that's just me. I think that's so relatable because I bet there's a lot of brothers and sisters listening where they have cut off uh, something that is maybe social media necessarily wouldn't necessarily be like explicitly sinful, but maybe you were using it in a way that was like mm-hmm. borderline sin, like kind of um, almost um, trying to get healing from from pain through social media or something like that. But let's just say broadly, you stop going to something that's like explicitly sinful. But then in, in you're saying like, I'm doing this to obey God, but then you find yourself over time, you, you don't actually replace it with going to the spirit, but you replace it with something that's like more morally neutral. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Zillow is going to be good because it's just like houses, right? That's, it's the house house thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just like houses and there's not like, it won't be people or like, it won't be as addicting or something like that. But I think there's something talking about like the root underneath. I think there's something to that of, Probably one of the things that um, you experience there, and I th- and I've experienced, and I think so many believers have experiences. Um, what makes that so common is, I think that shows that often we make it our goal to just not sin mm. through the day. Mm-hmm. Like if I can just like not mm. sin, then I'm going to have peace. So if I can kind of just stay in this morally neutral ground, and I'll fill my time, I'll fill my days with stuff that isn't sinful. So I know I'm in the good, I'm in a good place. But the question is, is it with the spirit? Is it where Mm -hmm. he is going? Mm -hmm. So the goal isn't just to not sin, to not like trip and fall, but the goal is to actually enter into something so much better than we could Mm -hmm. ever imagine. Like going back to the, the dance kind of metaphor we're using throughout as we're talking through spiritual choreography, the goal isn't just to like not fall on your face. No, there's actually, the goal is to enter into this life-giving, mm-hmm. um, peaceful, joyful dance, moving with the God of life. And he can fill you with, he can actually satisfy and heal that mm-hmm. place in your heart. Mm. And I love how that's even just bringing us back to the day is the dance. The spirit is is with us. And the day is this whole opportunity to just be with the spirit, not just like what you're saying, Drew, this goal of, okay, if I just don't sin, that is means like success for the day. But of, man, I, I get to just be with the spirit and hear from him and walk with him mm. in the cool of day, just like Adam and Eve did in the beginning. God walked with them in the cool of the day. He's walking with us now and mm. he's leading us and we get to experience his presence and spend time with him where it's not like that good friend you get coffee with and you're like, man, when the time's up, you're like, oh, I really, I hate that I have to go, but with God, we, we just, we never have to say goodbye. Yeah. He's the only person mm-hmm. that we can stay with all the time. And in this rhythm of going to God, we can go to God 
uh, first thing and for everything all throughout the day, whether the big things or the small go to God first thing when even you're driving in a parking lot and there's no parking spots and you just say, Lord, I'm going to go to you and say, will you provide a parking spot? Like I've done that before. And it, it's even humbling of I'm a, I'm a child of God. I'm needy. I'll never grow up from being a child and just asking for even going in first in what seems so small. Um, that's good. And yet also in, in the big things you get a call and, you find out that you lost your job going to god going to god first thing and experiencing uh, his presence of he's already near i'm responding to what he already has to say to me because he knows our needs before we even do he's ready he's ready to speak he that's the that's the response of um the lord uh, he's already moving and and speaking and that's good can I share one? Mm-hmm. Can I share one thing that? Um, so I, I it came to mind while we're recording, and I think there if there if you are like type A, you think through productivity and schedule and um, kind of like systems and stuff like that. I'm I'm your friend. I think I think in that way, and it's been a tough thing sometimes thinking through like how to merge that. I love like thinking through time management or stewardship time, like how to steward your time, how to organize your uh, for maximum whatever. But what that has done in my soul is when I see a problem often that I want to fix, and I'm speaking to like a very directly kind kind of uh, Christian, so this this might not apply to you, but maybe it does. When I see a problem, like uh, a very practical problem, like, okay, I need to um, get better sleep or I need to go to bed earlier or, all right, how do I like keep our kitchen more clean? Um, How do I, uh, for our our work, like how do I prepare writing better so that when I, when I get into writing, I can, you know, have better flow. And even like we've experienced on this podcast, like how do we prepare through podcasts? My temptation in that is to first start with personal improvement and product and like making plans, especially like, Mm. okay, I'm going to map it out. And if I can just plan through it, something that, okay, that I think the Lord like graciously let that work for a while when I was first following Jesus. And he's really been really humbling me of like, I just find that I'm just like pretty, I I just have not been able to like uh, follow through on those. And my systems like Mm kind of crumble pretty. And something I think the Lord has been teaching me in this season is, would you bring even that to me yeah. before you make a plan over it? Why don't you ask me about that? Hey, Jesus, can you help me like learn how to either keep this kitchen clean better or like actually show me that I'm caring about that in a way that I shouldn't even be caring about that so much. Okay. Could, would you help me like know how to wind down and go to bed better? Like, instead of feeling guilty, like, oh, I'm watching too much TV. I need to be reading like, okay, let me figure out. I'm going to chuck my laptop out the window and like, I don't know, mm-hmm. go through these extreme things, like enter into con- go to God about it. Okay. God, like why, why do I still just want to end my day with like cheap entertainment? I, mm. I'm tempted to feel shame about that, but honestly, Jesus, I just want to talk to you about it. Would you show me like, why is my heart doing that? And would you show me a better way? I honestly, Jesus, I'm just going to be honest. I don't know how to go to bed in a mm-hmm. way that like isn't just feasting on Netflix. I don't know. Like honestly, Jesus, reading like John Calvin and like the the, the early desert fathers before going to bed, it doesn't seem exciting to me. <laughs> so like, okay, where's an in-between? Mm-hmm. Jesus, can you help me like learn for me how to wind down and get some rest? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just enter instead of figuring it out on your own 
follow him and enter into conversation with him about it, whatever it is. I love that because it's getting at seeing all the moments of the day as cues mm -hmm. for going back to God, because you're talking about really practical things here about yeah. going to bed or cleaning my kitchen or just, and that's the beauty of Jesus is walking with us in our everyday life. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, he lived everyday life. He was fully man and fully God. And he, uh, he took on the fullness of flesh. And so this is familiar to him. Yes. And we can see then these these cues of the moments of the day of I'm going to go to God first thing and for everything. And that's just even a way to, as you're listening to this, start practicing just seeing the moments of your day as cues of, okay, I can go to God first in this, or this this thing is going on in my work. I want to go to God for, ev for everything. So I'm going to go to him about this work conflict. And that's just a helpful way to start practicing going to God first and remembering the goal is staying with the spirit yes. and following him into the moments of the day. And, and I'm just really expectant that you who are listening, you're going to experience just greater life and peace of that is where the spirit is leading you into. Um, no matter what your day holds, no matter what praises you have or pain points, letting all of it drive us back to going to God first. Yeah. Hear that, hear that Matthew 11 verse. And I mentioned it earlier. We, we talk about the easy yoke of Jesus. Oh, wait, why does life feel so hard mm -hmm. if Jesus promised an easy yoke? And a lot of times we focus on the easy yoke part of that verse. We miss out on the way it begins. How does Jesus start that verse in Matthew 11? Come to me. Mm -hmm. The experience of the easy yoke is dependent on us coming to him. But even that, even that is a response mm -hmm. because who's inviting, who's calling, mm -hmm. who's, who's sending out the invitation every moment. It's Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's his Holy spirit. He's inviting you, but you do need to come. Mm -hmm. You need to come in order to experience that spirit, experience the peace of the Holy spirit. And I, I just one encouragement maybe to close for brothers and sisters who maybe depending on how you like that classic, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? It's like, if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, the day's kind of off and you woke up like bouncing and you've got your like, is it called athleisure? Is that, am I, yeah. okay, Atho, oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. Um, like if you, you're just bouncing up, you're ready for the day. You're like, okay, I'm going to like, now I'm going to get in my prayer. But other than maybe like you slept past your alarm, you did like five snoozes and you can't like, you feel like you can't go to God and you keep him at bay the entire day. Um, I didn't mean for that to rhyme. You keep him at bay the entire day. My encouragement to you is, okay, start where at, no matter how you wake up, no matter where mm -hmm. you wake up, no matter. Now it's a good thing. We did episodes early on about waking up early for Jesus. It's a great thing to rise early for Jesus. But what if you don't? Is Jesus say, Hey, you missed it, kid. You missed it. Two mm -hmm. snoozes, two snoozes. That's not up to standard. We'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. No, no. He says there, come to me, come to mm -hmm. me, no matter how you wake up, come to Jesus and experience mm -hmm. his peace first thing and about everything. It's like, it's like our budget. For example, you give like, it's a common notion. You don't give 10% so that when people talk finances so that you can spend the 90, however you want. Mm -hmm. No, you give the 10% as a way of demonstrating, no God, all of this belongs to you. And that's what it is for you. And this go to God, you're going to him first thing so that your heart learns through mm -hmm. the whole day to go to him about everything mm -hmm. for everything. Yes. Oh, so good. And I think, yeah, I think my last encouragement as we begin to close is to those of you who are listening, picture 
at a wedding, the first dance is always shared between the bride and the groom. The first mm-hmm. dance is between the bride and the groom. And it's not meant to be shared between anyone else. And if you've ever seen one, you'll notice that the groom cannot take his eyes off of his bride. And this is how God feels about us. He first loved us. He first set his gaze upon us. And whatever you've been giving the first dance to um, and not God, wherever you've looked away, know that his eyes remain on you. He hasn't looked away from you. Um, And remember that his invitation to you now is what it's always been. It's to come, to respond. That's all that we have for this episode. Next week, we will be diving into the next rhythm, which is read the word. Until then, meet with God and move with him through the moments of the day. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Live Full podcast. All of our episodes are now available on YouTube at livefull.org slash YouTube. If you're watching this, hit subscribe and you'll get notified about new word and spirit teachings. One of the best ways you can follow the Spirit is by practicing your spiritual gift. And we wrote a book to help you do just that. And if you'd like to learn how to know your gift and how to practice it, you can get a copy of the book, Use Your Gift, at livefull.org book.